I need olives. Can you bring me olives? Not again. You did this a month ago. Then I brought them to you, and you acted like you hated them. It's only my style to be secret. Please bring me five can of olives. Five cans? Good morning, Greendale. I'm Mike. And I'm Ben, and here are your morning announcements. Today we're talking about Community Season 6, Episode 3, Basic Crisis Room Decorum. There's an emergency at Greendale, but you know what's no emergency? Outsourcing Mike's Bits. I mean, it could be emergency. I don't know. Um, anyway, it's gonna I have be changed like, my desk. Uh, would, oh, go ahead. Would you rather be in an emergency or be dead? Well, That's I, gonna be I'd the card. argue two of them are emergencies. One of them just not emergency for me because, again, dead. I love. I know you love the food questions. Okay. okay. Are you ready for right. a food All right. question? All right. I'm ready. Food, I do like food. I think I got this. Let's do this. Ben. This is yes. gonna be this is <laughs> I feel like Grilled just, cheese sandwich every day. I feel like <laughs> I feel like Justin McElroy trying to get a joke out and not being able to because he keeps laughing. Um Ben, my good friend, my good friend Ben, who will remain my yes. good friend, I'm hoping. Would you yes. rather have creamy or chunky peanut butter? <laughs> Uh, I like how you you made this out to be like the most insane yeah. fucking yeah, yeah. would you rather question. <laughs> would you rather launch a car into the Grand Canyon <laughs> with an ostrich inside? Or would you rather toss a boat into the sun while Smash Mouth plays? Now, here's the thing. Like, that's a that's, better one. That's... <laughs> That's the kind of question I expected when you literally couldn't get the sentence out. And instead it's, do you like chunky peanut butter or creamy peanut butter? To be fair, though. Anyways. It's just because most of these are wild. And this one's just like you're standing <laughs> you're standing at the peanut butter section of the grocery store. You're like, I don't know. What do I want? Creamy, chunky, half cream, half chunk? Traditionally, I've always been a chunky oh, peanut butter guy, okay. but sometime, like, I, I, I kind of stopped eating peanut butter for a while there. Um, just wasn't a thing that I really, like, okay. picked up. Fair enough. But sometime between, like, just after college when I was broke and so peanut butter was a, like, very cheap and common staple you could just get Absolutely. and put it on. Yeah. 89 cent bread and call it a day um and uh the last couple of years um pandemic times uh we did a lot of peanut butter and jelly because we were working from home all of a sudden and we needed something quick and something that would be shelf stable when we're like who knows what grocery stores are going to be in a week right um i can't we we can't rely on the kale in a portland grocery store Sometime between 
my post-college broke as hell experience and my pandemic will grocery stores exist in a week experience. Okay. Chunky peanut butter became extra chunky peanut butter where it's kind of like just taking a mouthful of or a a handful of peanuts and just cramming them into your mouth Mm -hmm. with like a little bit of peanut butter on the side. And I'm going to say that's too chunky. Okay. So you're a reasonably chunky peanut butter kind of guy. I'm a reasonably chunky peanut butter kind of guy. And they don't seem to make reasonably chunky. They make extra chunky Mm. and they make creamy. Right. Um, With that said, I will still generally choose chunky. um, Except I kind of stopped eating peanut butter again because I was eating uh, peanut butter. uh, And there was something hard in the peanut butter i don't know what it was i spit it out it was uh probably not food just some you know every now and then uh, some sort of something ends up in in your food unfortunately sorry to be the one to break it to you um, you're, you're eating your, uh, and your, it, your lettuces and you just chomp down uh-huh. on, you know, one of the processing, you know, nuts and bolts uh-huh. and you're like, ah, uh-huh. how did this get here? Oh no, all the processing. And then you never eat lettuce again. I'm kind of in that state gotcha. with peanut butter right now. So if, if tasked, if tasked to, uh, like, uh, who knows what grocery store is going to be in a week, we, again, we need to just get food. I would probably go creamy now just because of that, because that kind of turned me off of peanut butter as a whole. Okay. With the exception of Reese's peanut butter uh, Easter eggs. Oh, sure. Because they're the best candy. Absolutely. And even though yeah, I'm yeah, allergic totally. to chocolate and it makes my throat hurt like a motherfucker, I will still sneak one or two of those in every Easter sure. because, oh my God, they're like the best you candy. You got to get that Reese's peanut butter. It's Short so of that, I have not had peanut butter in like a year and a half okay. at this point. So that's my long-winded answer that involves my take on crunchy peanut butter being too crunchy and also the time I found a not-food thing in my peanut butter. I will say this. Was not expecting uh, a, a you know cornucopia of, of thoughts. I, I, I'm uh-huh. going to be honest with you. I thought you were going to be like, this is a dumb question. Creamy like everyone else. Goodbye. But you you had some thought, and I like I appreciated how much thought you gave I, that. I bet you still wish it was, would I rather throw a car into the Grand Canyon with an ostrich inside or a boat into the sun while listening to Smash Mouth? Yes, because generally that's more interesting for most people. However, I am surprised at how much interest you've kept me with, with the peanut butter of the chunky and the creamy. I, I don't, I don't I know why it turned into... Mike. A, uh, a person that I shouldn't be turning into there. I contain multitudes. Mike, would you rather have chunky peanut butter or creamy peanut butter? Generally, uh, in my life, I, I have been a creamy peanut butter kind of guy. Uh, you know, I love me, like you said, Reese's peanut butter cups and all the different Reese's foods that they put peanut butter and chocolate into. Uh, had 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 a sad day a couple uh, days ago. I went down to the 7-Eleven, found me a good Reese's fast break. Uh, love fast break. It's the best candy bar. Nobody understands it. It's so good. It's so good. Um, that being said, I have I have dalliances. Dalliances, dalliances with cr- uh, chunky peanut butter. Do appreciate the 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 uh, how 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 would you say not uh, the 
the juxtaposition of the smooth, creamy peanut butter and the crunchiness of the actual peanuts. And I, I do appreciate that quite a lot. Um, but if I was going to go, you know, A, I, I, my house is probably a peanut-free zone because my wife cannot do peanuts, and that's perfectly fine. Um, except for my my dalliances back into the Reese's uh, Fast Cup, of course. Uh, so I probably would go creamy if I had peanut butter. Uh, but very rarely eating peanut butter and not already processed bar or cup or egg or tree forms. I did have to look up uh, Reese's Fast Break. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, those look pretty good. The addition good. of nougat is an interesting interesting choice it's my favorite Um, candy bar i am not joking about this second uh it did bring me to hersheyland.com okay which includes information about the candy bar and reviews um no i'm so am i gonna be so upset about these reviews first of all the thing that i love about these reviews is that uh each review contains the user's zip code well of course you gotta Um, know where they're coming so uh huh. the uh, The second thing is, um, reviewer Morgan says the greatest candy bar ever made. See, so they are with Mor- you. Morgan knows what what's what's what. Uh, as the title says, the absolute greatest candy bar ever Absolutely. made. First, you peel the outside, then you eat the nougat peanut butter center. Never stop selling these um, things. Hold on. From zip hold code zero four one zero three. Can I just ask a question to Morgan? They do recommend this product. Yes. Uh, do you does does Morgan peel the chocolate off of the interior of the candy bar? I think that's what Morgan is saying. Yes, I because you, you eat the chocolate and then you eat the peanut butter nougat. I mean, I suppose that's a strategy. It wouldn't be mine. Mine is generally just kind of like you know take everything as it comes. But I, I understand a lot of people like eat portions of things like i know i, I i'm aware of folks being like I like to eat the breading of my chicky nuggies before eating my chicky nuggies uh the next review deanna okay uh five stars excellent uh subject yummy in my tummy oh of course a classic uh now here's here's what i appreciate about deanna from uh, zip code 17501 okay uh deanna says just had this bar in an easter basket how have i missed this in the past and then includes an honest to god intero bang. <laughs> All right. Love it. I-, I don't even know how to type one of those on a <laughs> keyboard, but Deanna went for it in this fast break review. There, it's an alt code, I'm sure, but I am just uh you know what? How do you type in tarot De- bang? Deanna does recommend this product. Um so um uh, uh anyways, uh I will Hers- say- Hersheyland Hersheyland.com has uh, very favorable reviews of the mm. uh, Reese's Fast Break. 68 five-star reviews, uh, two four-star reviews, and one one-star review. Mike, I am going to just say, if you sign up for Hersheyland.com right now, you can be the 69th five-star review for this candy bar. And yes, while that would be very, very nice, and part of me wants to do it live on the podcast... Uh, I do, I do gotta hear at least a little bit of that one star review. Uh, I clicked on one star and it doesn't look like there, there's an actual review. Oh, it's just on. someone, someone just clicked one star and then didn't describe you got, it. You gotta, if you're going to come with your full chest about 
Oh, the fast break's so terrible. You gotta give me something, man. I don't mm-hmm. I don't like yeah. it. Write a review. <laughs> uh best I can do for you is the one three star review. Reese's fast break, uh by Mo Ten. Uh no zip code on this one. Uh Mo wanted to keep their uh uh three star review location secret. Um, so this candy bar was not a favorite for me. I couldn't get with the taste of the peanut butter, even though it wasn't to my liking. I shared it with my son and husband and they loved it. So I would buy it for them again. They do recognize, uh, uh, recommend this product. Excellent. Um, so there you go. Anyways, that was Reese's fast break. Let's talk (laughs) about... (laughs) I said it when we talked about, uh, fucking, uh, Little Caesars, sometimes I do wish we just did a food podcast because <laughs> it's so ridiculously easy to be like, let's just talk about Reese's Fast Break for 10 goddamn minutes. Hold on. I haven't even eaten one of these things, <laughs> and I am prepared to lay down 10 minutes of my life talking about Reese's oh, Fast man, Break. Oh, man, I tried to... <laughs> I tried to write a review in that moment, and then ad blockers prevented your review submission. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It kept my information. Hold on. I'm going to disable my okay. ad bloggers for Hersheyland.com. Okay. Excellent. Because you got you got to. I mean, it's mm-hmm, got to be mm-hmm. so nice to get to the 69th. You, you will, my friend, will be the 69th five-star review for this candy bar. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I want it so bad now. <clears throat> I removed my ad blocker, sir. Rude. It is off. It is not blocking. What are you talking about? You know what? I can't even deal with this page. Five star for the bar. One star for the page. Mm -hmm. Mike, let's talk about basic crisis room decorum. Mm -hmm. Um, Crisis alert. Season six, episode three. Uh, It's it's a crisis. We don't even get Garrett shouting crisis alert. I can't believe it. They even do a meta thing. Missed opportunity. They even do a meta thing Mm -hmm. of like, oh, we're only going to get three lines from Vicky. And then Vicky gets cut off and it, you know, shuffles off into the Mm -hmm. background. And I'm like, come on. You can't get Garrett giving me a crisis alert. Garrett's got to. Come on. Bring in Garrett. Where's Garrett? What's going on with Garrett? You know what? We should have a television show. Where's Garrett? Uh, Garrett is like Poochie. Whenever exactly. he's not on screen, people should be saying, "Where's Garrett?" Exactly. Um, see, this is well. You, you, you see, Garrett had to return to his home planet. That's, uh, that's fair. I understand now. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. This is season season six episode three. Basic crisis room decorum. It basically has the one plot. Uh, it does have kind of a a little side plot about Britta. Uh, a little side plot about the dean and him texting a young lad from Tokyo. <laughs> yes, I love, I love that side plot. It is so wild. It's so bonkers. But otherwise, it is mostly about this uh, attack ad from City College. Let let's let's get let's get right into the dean subplot. I guess <laughs> since you you very clearly love this yeah. subplot, um, the. the we find out right at the beginning when Annie is sending a 3 a.m. text. Sure. Um, as we all do. <laughs> as we all do. Um, I guess they meet like about 3. It's like a 2.30, something like that. It's really fucking early. It's, Anyways. It's, it, there's, that, there's a lot happening here. 
so she sends an emergency text to get the the uh first of all okay I know first I, I said first we would get into the 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 Dean subplot. I do just want to call out the gigantic third of a screen email notification oh that god, Annie yes. gets. Oh my god. I, my first note is what a wild email notification. It comes up from the top and just is huge. It's not like a Mac because it's a MacBook. It she's using Mac and like uh-huh, Mac OS. Uh-huh. It it on a MacBook, it comes over from the side, over from the side. Not straight down and like covers most of your screen. What the right. hell is going it's, on? Like, I understand that this is a television show and you need to like convey to the audience that Annie just got an alert. A, an alert. B, that alert was about an email. But like, zoom in on the little corner, man. Just th- show that yeah, little exactly. toast notification. Just you like, do so much with all the different like, you know, phones in this episode. I thought it was pretty, pretty reasonable with how it works on the phone. Or just, just do like a meta thing where like, cause you know, the AOL, you got mail was so ubiquitous that there's a romantic comedy called you got mail. Mm -hmm. Just be like, just make up a, like, uh, you got some mail, just like a little like audio notification. Um, mail's here. You know, uh-huh. make it ridiculous. Uh, we can make telegram. It, yeah, exactly. Telegram. Perfect. Uh-huh. telegram Um and then just like <laughs> I love that. Now we know now we know it's an email and that she received a notification. We're we're on top of this. But no, instead a giant, <laughs> giant notification comes down from the top of the screen that's like Annie Edison, you have an email. <laughs> and I'm like, holy crap. <laughs> I would never use a computer again. It's like if a that's how my notifications. It's worked, like a notification on a phone, but it's huge for no reason. It's wild. I would. I would just wild. Never use. I would. I would. Sh- I would log into my work computer and I would get an email and then I would throw my laptop into the river uh-huh. and then never return to work. I would go work as a, a carpenter. Sure. And just be like. I don't get notifications anymore. I just, I just hammer wood into other wood. I, I assume that's what they do. Sure. I don't know how carpenters yeah, work. Of course. Um, that's how it works. So anyways, I did want to call that out because, uh, I, 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 again, I understand you need to convey to the audience that, Hey, Annie just got an email notification at like two 30 in the morning, but also th- I've used some bad UX in my career as an IT guy, as a general computer user. General computer user. I would never use a computer again (laughs) if that's how computers were. I would refuse on principle. So anyways, Annie gets this email. It kicks off this chain of events. She starts this emergency meeting. This is when we find out the dean doesn't have Jeff's real number. He has the number of a young lad from Tokyo mm-hmm. who pretends to be Jeff. The and best. Uh, including it's so good. It's so good. A whole thing about like, bring me olives. I need <laughs> olives. Fair. Bring me five cans and of the olives. Dude's like, I just did that a month ago. <laughs> and you, you, you. <laughs> Didn't you acted like you didn't want them? And he's like, I do it in secret. I want olives, but I must pretend. 
like this whole it's so weird plot and then literally there is a part in the middle when they are in this crisis Mm -hmm. room where the dean comes in with a tray of five cans of olives and just sets them down and there's this weirdly charged moment where weirdly sexually charged you you're you did this you did this again what <laughs> what is this is this some sort of code and, and dean's like i don't know Dean's is like it? i don't know maybe it is <laughs> and then so like wild. that's it and it's just like imagine someone imagine one of your colleagues uh just showing up and being and setting down a, a tray with five jars of mm-hmm. olives, and then you're like, "What is this about?" And they're they're just like, "I don't know. What is it about?" <laughs> and then they like <laughs> like kind of just walk but in off. like a sing songy walk away. It's so wild. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, yeah, and then. Uh, <laughs> That's just, I mean, that's that's just the one little yeah, weird like it. side <laughs> plot where we we get a couple of bits of that, and then at the end, the tag is him. First of all, his dad getting mad for a forty thousand yen mm-hmm. uh, data charge, um, which uh, forty thousand yen to USD. Uh, that's uh, two hundred ninety nine dollars and twenty one cents. Yeah. It's not great. Um, so that's about a, th- it's about a three hundred dollar data charge. I'd be a little upset if I got that um, kind of charge uh, from because mm-hmm. my uh, teenage young adult son uh, wanted to joke with a dean from a college in America. Mm-hmm. The kid gets sad because his dad got on his case, and then I I do really love that when when he comes clean to the dean and the dean just refuses to hear it but also the the kid is just like is life hard everywhere is everyone alone the dean's just like all the time and then the kid's like i'm not jeffrey i am takeshi i am teenage boy in tokyo and the dean literally goes i think we all are from time to time (laughs) it's so the dean is so great in this scene it's it's wild how good this is. Like, what does the dean think he's he's meaning in this in this moment Every- in time? <laughs> like when he's like, I think we all are a teenage boy yeah, in Tokyo from time to time. We all are Takeshi from time to time. I agree totally. It's like we all have these different personas we put on. And yes, right now I'm Takeshi from Tokyo, and my, and my dad's giving me a rough time. Uh-huh, and we're all alone. And uh, just trying to play uh-huh. our video games and prank uh, school, uh, call it community college deans yeah. in other countries. We've which all been there, vi- dude. It's very funny because it ends with "I am not the dean" from the dean, which is very funny. Uh, and then it's revealed that Takeshi becomes the kid, like basically the leader of the yakuza. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's so um, wild. It's a it's a it's very funny so good. Uh, little it's side bonkers plot and that amazing. I appreciate. Uh, the other side plot is Britta, because she works as a bartender. Um, she shows up drunk because it's you know sure. three in the morning, 
So she she shows up drunk, uh, manages to shit her pants, and then she's wearing Elroy's pants. Uh, and she hangs out with Elroy a little bit. They listen to a little Natalie is freezing, which, uh, spoilers, is going to come back Good. later it's in It's very season. funny that they connect because um, of the music that she listened to when she was 15 and he was 40. Uh-huh. Um, and then uh, there is a little mini music video where uh, Britta is wearing a long gown uh-huh. and singing in the in in space surrounded by planets and uh she can't yeah, it, sing <laughs> at, at all because yeah, she's very the, drunk the, like it's it's a nice moment everything feels good and then like smash cut to her like singing way off key in just <laughs> as loud as she can in elroy's like winnebago it's a great smash cut those are kind of the the little and i guess there's a m- incredibly mini chang plot where he decides he's gonna go Ruin City College by filming a gross porno there, but he ends up uh, doing it, A, by uh-huh. himself. In front of, like, a plaster wall um, or something that could be anywhere. Uh-huh, in front of a blank plaster wall that could be anywhere, wearing his Greendale shirt, and he calls it Chang Does Greendale. It's so, um, so I do incredibly like, poor choices. All of them. I do like how everyone turns away except for Abed, and he's like, oh, this is porn? But you're by yourself. What <laughs> lens did you use? You might be a genius. Um, so it's, it's uh, very funny for Abed to kind of react in that moment. Right. So now the real plot. The main plot is that this, this wild email notification emergency leads to so much. Uh huh. This emergency email that was so important that it took over a third of <laughs> Annie's MacBook screen. Is that City College is going to run an attack ad sure. against yeah, yeah. Greendale? Um, now I know I've mentioned on the podcast that I made an attack <laughs> ad uh, yeah. against friend of the podcast Nate. Um, I think I mentioned that on. Did I mention that on this one, or was that on our last podcast? It's been I think so we've long. Definitely mentioned it on both, but I think the first time we really talked about it was on Back to the Futurama. Okay. Anyways, uh, this this attack ad really goes to show just how easy it is to make an attack ad. You get the most awkward yeah. pictures of a person you can find. Use a couple of stock images. Um, a scared child, which I definitely did <laughs> yes. in my attack ad because I did note that uh, Nate has never gone on record saying he doesn't eat babies. And then of co- I smash cut to a scared looking baby. Um, a lot of the, uh, you take the image and then you do a fade into the inverse of the image. Um, scary sounding music. Like they're so easy to make, dude. Like sound alike. All, all you need, all you need is like a copy of iMovie and, uh, yeah, some, um, uh, scary sounding music you can find that you can find it's that very on the funny to me uh um, not to completely move the conversation different place they use a james spader sound alike rather than keith david who is right there uh-huh oh yeah like, no if i'm gonna if i have the uh, so when i did my attack ad against nate uh which as a reminder i did solely because he called me a hipster um <laughs> when i when i made that attack I ad i i had that. to do the, my own voiceover um 
Yeah, he called me a hipster because I got a turntable. What an amazing! Um, and so I, I, I retaliated to his Facebook comment saying that I was a hipster <laughs> by devoting an afternoon making and narrating an attack ad, indicating that, uh, insinuating but never stating as fact that Nate eats babies, um, because that's just the kind of person I am. Every time you tell the story. I, I get like I either understand it a different way or like a small piece of information <laughs> comes out and it just floors me every time, every time. Uh huh. Um the the funniest part of that is I did uh I I I didn't make it um publicly searchable because I didn't want randos right. just like finding this because you know I made an attack yeah, yeah. ad against a friend of mine who I who I like. <laughs> And I didn't want randos just be like, who the hell is this right. guy who I do who love eats how much of that. There was a um, pregnant pause of like of my friend who I do like. <laughs> uh huh. Um, so, uh, I, yeah, I didn't want randos to find it. So I didn't. It's not of you can't search for it and find it publicly. And so every now and then I will just get a message from Nate that's like, hey, what's the what's the URL for that attack <laughs> ad? Because I want to show it to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> like i feel um, like i react the same way to this story every time but it just it tickles uh-huh. me in just the uh, right way so yeah it's way too easy to make an attack ad you don't need to be good it, at it yeah, yeah you just you need a, a very basic understanding of some some mm-hmm. video editing software uh some uh uh royalty free music that's just sure. scary sounding piano music um yeah and then uh, know how to do that thing yeah, where you take inverse it from somebody the with it with the experience of and that's doing it. that. If you really want to get uh, technical, you can make like a, a title card for it. But even that's not necessary. You don't need one. You just you, you the scary music, the voiceover, the boom. invert you got filter, it. You got boom. It. That's all you need. You got it. You got an attack ad, baby. So why is Greendale Community College giving degrees to dogs? In 2001, a Staffordshire Terrier mix named Ruffles took up residence on Greendale's campus. By 2008, Ruffles had earned a bachelor's degree. Not a two-year degree, a four-year degree. Where would you get your degree? If the answer is Greendale, prepare to get boned. So I know we flew directly into the mechanics of making the attack ad, but the attack ad on uh, on Greendale is that they uh, Ruffles the dog uh, received a degree from Greendale, mm-hmm. which is the best idea for an attack ad ever. It's so good. It is a very it is a very bizarre uh attack ad and then that that makes the rest of the entire episode about them trying to prove. That the dog, well, either trying to prove the dog did did not go to the school or try to find a reasonable doubt that makes it impossible to prove the dog went to the school because in Jeff's eyes are the same thing. Sure. There's also a third option of smear the shit out of the dog. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. They, uh, they do make an attack (laughs) ad against the dog. Um, which is which is the funniest response possible. Because again, you can make an attack ad out of anything. It's not difficult, but they do. They they make an attack ad. Uh, they they do approach it from both angles of like, okay, we gotta we gotta find the proof that the dog didn't go here. But also, 
just in case. Let's get out, out ahead of this thing. Make our own attack ad against the dog. The do- not against, <laughs> not, not against City, City College. College. Against the dog. We got to know who we can attack here. It is the dog. And uh, <laughs> so they. It's just so funny to me. This whole concept is the so, so good. They, they do both. So um, uh, they do. They do manage to find that uh, the dog did attend to the school. A lot of A classes. lot of classes, but never got its diploma because the dog had $15 in library <laughs> fines that it didn't pay. Now... I don't I don't know that I find the uh the whole attack ad about a dog going to the school thing as funny as you do. I do find it very funny that the dog did not get a degree based on the technicality of it owing $15 to the library. What books did it check out? That's my question. How does a dog rack up $15 in library fees? <laughs> the whole thing just is so good to me. Um I I don't even, I I'm I'm sure there's a joke answer but I can't even think of it. <laughs> like Warren Paws or something. That's not even very good. It's it's not. Um it's not very good. But you know what? It's fine because uh much ado about nothing. Okay. Okay. That's slightly better, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but isn't very dog centric. It's mo- it's mostly just do centric, um, which right. you know, I mean, dogs dogs do poop. Uh, dog do is a thing. It's true. I'm gonna okay. Hold on a second. Um, give me give me uh, one one second here. Oh, I knew this Google would be useful. <laughs> All right. Uh, I've got chat GPT here. Um, oh, if a dog okay. were to check out books from a library, what books would that dog check out? It's thinking about it. It's thinking real hard. Mm-hmm. You got to think about it. Uh, probably something from Bark Twain. Okay, that's not bad. So as an I did steal it from BuzzFeed. Excellent. As an AI language model, I am incapable of knowing the personal preferences of a dog. <laughs> However, dogs are known to have different personalities, so it would sure. depend on the individual dog. But if it were up to me, oh. Ooh, I would okay, suggest books about dogs, such as The Art of Racing in the Rain by Garth Stein or Marley and Me by John Grogan. Oh, no. <laughs> I feel like that one might not be a maybe good that's, choice for maybe a dog that's to why read. Ruffles never returned it because it Ruffles read Marley and Me and then was so offended that it it threw yeah. it into the river like I would do with a laptop what? with an email thing that comes down exactly. a third of the screen same concept it's like ChatGPT well I think a, bo- a good book for a dog would be Old Yeller uh, give me a list of puns for books about uh for titles no books a dog would read i do love how much this podcast is just typing shit into chat gpt everyone else is doing it 
to make the jokes for us. I know that everyone else is doing it. I'm just saying it's very funny to watch it happen as I'm in the pod- podcast. All right. Are you ready for the... Uh... <laughs> Are you ready for these, these 10 books? Probably not, but I'm ready to listen to them. The Rough Guide to Life. Rough, okay. rough obviously spelled R-U-F-F. Sure. Mm-hmm. Pause and Effect. Okay. Holiday Inn. All right. That's not bad. The Great Bark Off. Scent of a Poodle. Okay. The, that's okay. The Barking Dead. Eh. Fur Better, Fur Worse. Okay. That one's not bad. Not strictly dog specific, but fine. Canine 22. Mm. The Hound of the Baskervilles. And that is that. Wait, hold on. Is that last one a pun or just the name of the thing? Oh, it's a count. It's uh-huh. the count of the Baskervilles, right? Okay. A Tale of Two Cities. Tale being like a dog's tail. Now, I don't want to turn oh, this. I really dislike that last one. I don't want to. I don't want to turn this whole thing into a um, a whole chat GBT thing. But I did uh, ask chat GPT <laughs> the other week to um, cre- give me a list of uh, titles of James Bond movies in which the James Bond villain is a sentient potato with a grudge. Okay. Okay. I I like how we're just the the key the the pivot moment here is oh we're using Chat GPT why does why don't we just say some more Chat G, G, GPT well, nonsense? Well, no. Like I said, I don't want to turn this into a whole Chat GPT thing. <laughs> it's just sure. that's our next. Podcast. It's just the the joke the joke at the end of this fucking thing killed me. <laughs> I hope it's worth it. Okay, if it killed you, it'd probably kill me too. So I asked, give me some titles for a James Bond film in which the main antagonist is a sentient potato with a grudge. Sure. sure. It came back mostly with uh, basically just the names of existing James Bond movies, but with like the word spud in it. So like the spy who spud me or... (laughs) Okay, hold on. (laughs) You can't start with that one. It's very good. That's the one it started with. That's that it started with that. Well, I'm gonna argue with Chat GPT, you gotta ramp up to it. Um other things like from potato with love or okay. uh license to peel, you know, they're fine. That's fine, yeah. Number six, though. Okay. Doctor No Tato <laughs> which fucking killed me. <laughs> but then Okay. Oh wow. Oh, there's okay. for entirely and enti- for entirely different reasons. Okay. The last one killed me because it was all just like from potato with love, the man with the golden sure. fry. You only potate twice, which is also pretty funny. Um, Octo potato. <laughs> literally, yeah, you only potate twice. Is very good. Literally, the last one on the list is okay. The world is not enough, and then in parentheses, potato. <laughs> Find a place to put potato in that. You just have to thrush basically it did, attach it to the side it of the did damn thing. Fourteen James Bond movies with the word <laughs> potato or mash or potate, right? Or yeah. it, <laughs> the verb of potato. Like, it did. 
14 puns. <laughs> and then the last one is just like, and I don't know, uh, the world is not enough potato version. Um, like the potato is not enough. Like you can't like throw it, just throw it in there. Uh, so anyways, um, that's the world is not a tater tot. Like he can't throw that in there. The world is not enough. Parentheses potato. Um, <laughs> I do love, I do love this, this like personification of chat BT, GPT of being like, man, I don't know. I've done 14 of these damn things. I, I don't know. Fuck it. Anyways, <laughs> put, I don't want to put potato on the side. Like I said, I don't want to turn it into old chat GPT thing. It was just, it was just such a funny just like first of yeah, all that's kinda, dr no tato is legitimately <laughs> funny legitimately funny yes agreed i look forward to our next podcast where we absolutely have a chat gpt segment uh so yeah anyways the dog got 15 dollars in library fines that it never paid and so it didn't right it didn't graduate due to those fines now it would have it had all the credits it needed Literally, the only reason the dog did not graduate right. is $15 in library fines. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's even implied that not only were there enough credits to graduate, that the the, the transcript is a long transcript. It's a so long they, transcript. This, this dog went to a lot of classes. A lot of them were attendance-based. And so that's that's good enough for Jeff... And Frankie and the Dean to be like, yeah, okay, the dog didn't get a degree. The attack ad said the dog got a degree. We got him dead to rights. We'll call the station. We'll get the ad pulled because otherwise City College is libeling us. Annie loses her mind over that because she doesn't want to go to a school that a dog could go to. Um <laughs> Not only go to, like, I could see a dog going to my school. Mm -hmm. Hard to see the dog actually getting a degree. Mm -hmm. It's Yeah, it's very important to Annie that a dog didn't attend the school. And if the dog attended the school, that the dog didn't get a degree. And she does kind of lose her mind about that. To the point where she basically says that if, if you accept that this dog got a degree or was close to getting a degree, I'm going to transfer to City College. If being better than City College means letting them destroy us, what is the point? If surviving means being like them, what's the point? Why not let one school die and enroll at the one where my grades matter? If those are your terms, if the price of that transcript is you transferring, We accept. Personally, I hope you're bluffing. Which they call her bluff, and she starts applying uh-huh. for City College. It is a weird sort of character moment for Annie, because think of all the other bizarre shit that has happened at this <laughs> school. And she right. draws the line at a dog attended this community college. <laughs> right. Like, how how is that the line? Yeah, that's a that's a good <laughs> good question. <laughs> I will say though that she is like this is a characterization that kind of fell away. Uh, but she's it, this isn't the first time she's like I'm going to transfer. You know, she's she's kind of always been thinking about how Yeah, that was way back in, in season 2. 
Um, right. Transfer to, to Delaware with Vaughn. And then there were some other times. Because well, no, wanting... she was thinking about going to Delaware in season one with Vaughn. And then season two. Oh, that's season one. She's right. considering transferring. Uh, uh, it's That's the KFC rocket ship episode. Because that's right. where the butt flag is revealed. And they all think Annie was right. the one who tattled. <laughs> and she's like. I'm going to a school with a butt flag, and then they all get mad at her for being like, but it's our school with a butt flag, because we have weird right. pride about our school with a butt flag. So it, it it just feels like that characterization is kind of like flying back into focus. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is weird, and, considering and I, she has already graduated from this establishment. That's true. She is, I believe, getting a second degree now it, from uh-huh. this establishment. It is, it is, you're right. It is weird to have this characterization kind of flow in. But I think at that point, you're like, how do we have any kind of stakes in this episode other than the fact that a dog got a degree from the school mm-hmm. and they now have to deal with that? Uh, yeah, I'll get into it a little bit more when we talk about grades. But I do feel like here in season six, there are the occasional episodes where it's just like, what are we even doing here, man? Like. <laughs> The stakes of this episode. Yeah. The stakes of this episode are did a dog get a degree from this community college? Yeah. And I'm like, okay. So like you've got a comedic entry there, yes. Uh-huh. Um but this is this is the this is the plot. The entire plot of the episode is did a dog get a degree from this community college? Sure. Um, it's very weird. Uh, and like I said, I'll get I'll get more into it on how I feel about that during grades. But um, okay. it is it is a nice little preview for everyone. There. Uh, it's sort of a weird conceit uh, for sure. OK, um, sure. We do get some moments, too, with um, Annie and Frankie. I feel like everyone kind of gets their like Frankie time because mm-hmm. we've had Frankie and Britta. We've had Frankie and Abed. Everyone kind of gets their time with Frankie to be like, all right, we're like getting used to this new character. Right. And so they have their moment looking through these files for the dog's transcripts. And uh, Frankie has this whole speech about like how hope is pointless. Oh, God, no, I never hope. Hope is pouting in advance. Hope is Faith's richer, bitchier sister. Hope is the deformed, addict-bound, incest monster offspring of entitlement and fear. My life results tripled the year I gave up hope and every game on my phone that had anything to do with farming. I, that is a a specific, uh... A thought process on hope mm-hmm. and i and and, I and games about frankie's. farming i accept that it's frankie's i don't know if it's necessarily mine <laughs> and it's it's also funny to me uh in that sort of meta way where annie compares frankie to jeff i think and then mm-hmm. she's like oh and um uh britta said i was like you and uh what you know, like it there's this whole like chain where like everyone's kind of comparing Frankie to other people in the study group, um, which I found uh, fascinating. I'll put in a clip here because I don't remember sure. exactly what they said. You sound a little like Jeff. Jeff said I sound like Abed. I wonder if Britta thinks I sound like Chang. I assume Chang thinks I sound like distant explosions and crying babies. You know, he's unstable, right? Yep. Also, apparently someone filed a taco in this uh, yes. file cabinet. Yeah, it sounds like the way that I file my important papers, although it's pretty rough, is 
got to be better than filing a taco. The only place I want to file a taco is into my mouth because tacos right. are great. They're great. And I believe it's filed under like better file it than file it to my thighs or something like uh, that. It's filed under which I believe- things that would otherwise go straight to my thighs or whatever. I don't remember. I do believe Annie looks at it and is like, huh, yeah. And then goes back to what she was doing. So, which makes makes her kind of turn away from Greendale at the end uh-huh. a little weird. Yeah, I mean, I agree with she, you. she was, when she got that giant email notification, she literally was making a to-do list about organizing to-do lists. So, I do yeah. feel like if anyone's going to file a taco under things that would go straight to my thighs, uh, Annie probably, I don't know if she would do it, but I'm sure she can, like, she she can she can empathize empathize she can really she, feel she, that she, that decision yeah she respects that hustle uh-huh. i understand um but they do they, they so they do find that uh there's victory within the context of greendale they have to keep noting that like they keep saying that's within the uh-huh. context of greendale which is a very good way to put it um that the dog didn't get the degree, which we've already talked about. I do also want to call out, uh, there's a moment where um, Elroy is uh, is in there and they're talking about this sure. attack ad. They're, they're saying whether it's like silly or evil. And then Elroy is like, some things are silly and evil. And one of the things he brings up is, remember when Flava Flav had that reality show? And then Frankie says, oh, I don't own a TV. And then there is a like, Five second long stare from Elroy, and yes. I yes. fucking died. <laughs> it's I legitimately like laughed guffawed at that because it is just the perfect and you Keith David's face kind of freezes and then slowly drops. Uh-huh. Oh, uh-huh. such a master class of comedy right there. So good. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, it's such a good. It's such a good moment. Uh, the resolution to this is that um, Abed makes a new ad for Greendale. It's not an attack ad. It's an ad featuring the Dean who is there with Ruffles and is like, yes, this dog did attend the community college. No, it did not graduate, but it got close because Greendale is a place where everyone can meet their potential or whatever it's it's a hopeful message um uh-huh i'm not sure if i buy it but okay <laughs> i don't know yeah if i'm like all right i just graduated high school and i'm looking for a community college and then i'm like okay there are two community colleges in town and i see one has an ad where a dog went to the school i'm probably not gonna go to yeah. that one um i'm I, I I would just be worried because I would be one of those people that are trying to move those credits into uh, a, a different school, probably. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, there's no way those credits are coming with me. Uh-huh. There's no way. I don't care how many who's the boss uh, uh, classes I go to. I'm not getting those credits back. Uh huh. Um, now, if you took AP, uh, who's the boss in high school? Okay. Those and you, you get a three on that AP test. Th- that transfers mm-hmm. into some real college credit. Um, exactly. So then I wouldn't be I wouldn't be taking uh, who's the boss because I don't need to refresh myself. I have AP credits. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Who can can one really ever be the boss? I mean, if you're Angela. So um, 
<laughs> Callback. The uh, this new ad is just like, yeah, uh, Ruffles went here and almost got a degree, and um, the the end is they're all back in the study room and Annie's. Uh, all talking about hope and Frankie's talking about hope too, because she learned that hope sometimes is not bad. And that's when Chang comes in with his gross porn. And, um, then we, I think we've, I think we've talked about it. Uh-huh. All now. Then we get the tag with the, the, the kid in Tokyo and that's the end of the episode. <laughs> and that means, sorry, just talking through it is just like, what a wild episode this was. And that means that it is time for Grades. This is a hilarious episode of television. I was enjoying it the entire way. Um, I I don't really remember it all that well uh, from the first see, uh, the first watch, but this was looking at it in the eyes that I have currently. Uh, very very excellent. Um, I, there are a few things that I didn't mention during my uh, synopsis. Uh, Frankie seems to ha- have some kind of VR helmet on while she sleeps. Oh yeah, we didn't. We didn't cuts off half of her brain waves uh-huh. or something. Yeah, we didn't talk about. So she that. rests one half out away. I'm gonna need more on it's that. It's a weird. It's um, a weird thing to see after uh, literally last episode where she was <laughs> saying that the dean's VR thing was pointless and he needs to return yes. it very wild um uh there's a lot of like background stuff with Britta early on as she's dealing with um the uh excrement in her pants um so many great line reads of did we did we give mm-hmm, a degree to mm-hmm. a dog and i'll go with her she's wearing my pants it's just it's it this episode was firing on every comedic uh uh piston for me Yes, there are probably uh, plot holes in characterization and why is Annie acting like this, but I legitimately ha- was laughing almost the entire time, just kind of like taken aback by how bonkers the the weird Tokyo <laughs> side plot was. <laughs> um, Elroy knocked it out of the park, not realizing that Annie leaving the room was sad, and she he just kind of like kept moving on, just like... You know, starts talking about whatever, and it's like Jeff's like, you know, I this is a sad moment for us, and he's like, oh, d- were you guys close? <laughs> it, like, legitimately, as a comedic piece of television, it is tremendous. Yes, the plot threadbare at most, um, and is vaguely bottle episode e. So it's you're gonna have to, you know, balance it against things like cooperative calligraphy, which also had a wildly ridiculous plot that turns into chaos. Um, But I think this is just a tremendous episode of television. I'm going to go with an A plus. I don't care who says, Uh, I think this is a tremendous episode. Okay. Uh, I was not expecting uh, an A plus on that, but um... I kind of talked myself into it through grades. I just enjoyed it so heavily that I think it's, it's and and also that weird Elroy Britta music connection mm-hmm. is just such a wild thing to throw in the middle of an episode for no, almost no reason. And I just I very much I just very much appreciated this episode. So okay. I, I will go ahead and give it an A plus. Uh, for me, um, I I think one of the weird things that Community season six does is it's like all right, we are back at this community college. 
where everyone's getting four-year degrees instead of two, but also we're in season six. So uh, some of us are teachers and some of us are coming back to school. And like, it's already such a weird concept just to like get everyone continuing to be at Greendale Mm -hmm. Community College and then you have a plot where it's like the biggest emergency ever is that an attack ad about a dog going here is like this huge (laughs) ordeal sure and I don't necessarily have a problem with that being the premise because community has had some buck wild premises sure um and uh it does feel to me it 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 has sort of this weird feeling of like why are we doing this like (laughs) this sure yeah is it's it's so weird because they they take it so seriously but as a as like uh an episode they don't go as all in as they do on a lot of like thematically. They don't go as all in as they do with a lot of other episodes because the sure, whole theme is, is sort of like it's this crisis room. They bring in multiple clocks like they bring in some set pieces. And then ever other than that, it is a normal episode of community. Right. And so it leads to this weird sort of feeling Especially because we're still kind of getting used to, you know, I I talked about it before where like the lighting feels a little bit different. Like, sure. It just it has a different feel. And there's just something about that that just makes me be like, oh, man, like, okay, we're we're what what are we what are we doing here? Like, why? Mm -hmm. Why does this episode exist? It's kind of it's it's a it's a weird feeling, but I don't dislike the jokes i think it's a funny episode there were a couple of moments in this that had me just laughing out loud Mm -hmm. uh keith david just looking at uh it's such uh, like that is (laughs) textbook you gotta show it in your like comedy 101 i don't i don't own a tv and then just like five whole seconds of keith david just like staring at paget brewster just like that's so good um it's incredible and then the the olives uh cracks me up so like there's there's very funny things in this episode but if this was any i think if this was anything other than community i'd be like oh yeah this is a great episode as a community episode i'm like i kind of want more from that like crisis room sort of thing I think it's I think it's a fine episode. I'll give it a B. It's funny. Um, but I'm not like I'm not in love with it. Um I definitely okay. don't have the same feelings about it you do. Um <laughs> I don't think it's bad. I just sure. like it feels just a little off in in tangible ways and in intangible ways. Okay. Fair and enough. um yeah, I think I think it's a B. Like nothing nothing wrong with that. It's a perfectly respectable grade, but yeah. It's just kind of a weird one. Um, but we want to know what you think about this episode, about crunchy versus creamy peanut butter. About, about whatever. What was the one that you came up with that was wildly better than this one? Throw a car into the sun or something? Uh, throw a car into the Grand Canyon with an emu in the car or uh, throw a boat into the sun while listening to Smash Mouth. Um, see, that's a difficult one. <laughs> is it? 
<laughs> it's difficult because it's pointless and yes, absolutely pointless asinine. And also pretty much impossible. Uh, what would you name a James Bond film uh, featuring an antagonist who's a potato, a sentient potato with a grudge? Right. And it, is it better than <laughs> the world, the is, world not is not enough, enough potato? <laughs> It's like it just gave up. It's literally it re- like it, just it really gave up. did. I I went from Chat GPT is a hack to okay shit. Chat GPT is going to take all of our jobs. To all right, Chat GPT is an idiot. Uh, all in the span of fifteen movie yeah. titles. Um, yeah, it's because Doctor No Tato. Yeah, yeah, was very good. What was the one? Also, that you you po- only potate twice. Yeah, yeah. The the one that <laughs> uses it as a verb. <laughs> <laughs> it's so it's so good we want to know all these things and more if you would make an attack ad uh, <laughs> who would you who or what would you make the attack ad against and how many screen uh screaming children and um inverse filters would you put on that we want to know all these things and more you can let us know by tweeting at us at at Good Greendale on failing website twitter.com. Mm-hmm. You can find us on the internet at goodmorninggreendale.com. Uh, there's a, a contact website. form. It's successful in the fact that uh, I have not broken it to yeah. the levels that Elon Musk has broken Twitter. <laughs> it's it's not run by a complete dipshit. If you want to pay us $8 a month to look at our website, you can I mean, send we've got me Patreon for that. Patreon for that. <laughs> I should make an $8 a month tier that just says yes. access to website. Good, mo- good <laughs> and just morning, Green Blue. <laughs> every month, I'll just send you a link to the same website. <clears throat> <laughs> and then if you ever unsubscribe, yes. I will be like, please do not go to this website anymore. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and yeah. The one that we mention every time on our outro. <laughs> uh, you can find us on the internet. If you pay us $8 a month for Good Morning Greendale Blue at goodmorninggreendale.com. And if you don't pay us, don't go to that website. Right. Um, we don't we don't want you to go to that website unless Correct. you pay us $8 a month. Um, in all seriousness, you can go there. You can send us a message. Um, it, there's a little contact form. It'll mm-hmm. email me. Uh, and uh, we'll, we'll read it on the air. And if you do want to give us money... Uh, for Patreon bonus content, which I'm a little, I'm a little bit behind on, um, as we kind of get back into the swing of things, mm-hmm. uh, we're, we're, but, we're doing um, our best to swing into it. Like we've, Donkey we've Kong. got, we've got bonus content, uh, live shows, which we're behind on. We, oh yeah, we screwed, are. We, we screwed that one up for April, <laughs> uh, but we, <laughs> we sure li- live episodes, uh, all that and more. And that's patreon.com slash back to Futurama. And that's it for this mm-hmm. uh, season six, episode three. Um, yes, indeed. Thank you for coming to the end of these. Uh, we always appreciate. Hope, hopefully, we're putting a smile on your face. But you came to the end of this, and thank you so much for being. Be you know what you're just being so cool. You know we we took a little bit of a hiatus, but you're still with us, and I we love you for it. So thank you so much. And until next time, when we talk about. Uh, season six episode four Mm -hmm. uh which has a song spoilers it has a song that will get stuck in my head oh terrific i look forward to this 
and I don't think you're familiar because I, I made a reference to it once and you're like, what? And so All uh, right. I think this might be I think Let's... this might be some new uh, new stuff for you. Anyways, until then, I'm Ben and I'm Mike. The uh, world I is not enough luck. potato. 